till death do us part. That statement is usually included in the vows during marriage ceremonies between future spouses. But sometimes spouses part before death. It's called divorce. Did you know there's actually a national divorce day in January? I'm sure there's no surprise at all of the alarming statistic of the number of marriages that end in divorce. Most of us know someone or even a couple of someones who've been through a divorce. Whether the marriage ends by death or divorce, they are both an emotional process. My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast Strive for More, Their Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. And so without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. This is episode 201. It's time to break up. My next guest, Ryan Mele, is striving for more by realizing that the time in the relationship with his wife was over. Now, some of you may be thinking, what? This is horrible news. How is that striving for more? Well, we will hear from Ryan how he and his wife came to this mutual decision and how they are dealing with everyone else's opinion about their choice. Ryan is the podcast host of Dive Into Discussion, an interview-based podcast that spotlights guests from various backgrounds who have unique stories to tell. I've been a guest on Ryan's show twice now, and it is always a great time. In this episode, Ryan and I talk about how he and his wife came to the conclusion that it was time to part ways and how that decision was not necessarily a bad one. Hi, Ryan. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. How are you? Yeah, I am doing real good right now. I'm, I'm excited to flip the script. I'm usually the one hosting the show, so this is, this is exciting for me. Right, right. So how's podcasting going? It's going real well. Um, it you know i've I've thought about this a little bit recently about how how things were in my life when I started my podcast back in twenty seventeen october twenty seventeen and where I'm at now um the name has changed the way I feel about it has changed um and it's just I feel like I'm starting to to hit my stride now. Nice, nice. When you say the way you feel about it has changed, what exactly do you mean by that? When I 
first started my podcast, I I wasn't 100% clear on everything that I wanted to do with it. I knew that I wanted to connect with people, and a podcast was something that sounded like a lot of fun because back in the day, my friends and I, we – we had like the old school recorders and stuff like that. So we would hit like play and record at the same time, you know, record ourselves, just having fun, just joking around with each other. And it was something that I wanted to get into after listening to some podcasts myself. So, you know, going into it, I'm like, okay, I just want to do this. It was a little bit of nostalgia. It was wanting to connect better with others, but as it's changed over the years, like I, I understand the importance of open and honest discussion. Um, when my podcast first started, it was called Story Time with Brian. And, mm-hmm. you know, it felt after a while that it was a little bit more um, in-depth than just stories here and there. Like, I, I love hearing stories. I love you know, telling stories, getting to know people through stories. But it felt like it was missing something. So, that's when the dive into discussion title came in because I really wanted to, to get deep with, with people about all kinds of different topics. And, you know, I believe that all the issues that we have in our lives and in the world can be fixed by open and honest discussion. So it is something that has morphed from this thing that I just wanted to do to a thing that I actually feel purpose with. Ah, awesome, awesome. Okay, so everyone was going on with their lives, you know, day-to-day routines, and then there's this mysterious virus that pops up, and then, bam, COVID-19, stay-at-home order. How did you cope during that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man, this this one was, you know, I... I'm looking back these past few months, past couple months, and I've coped with it pretty well. Uh, I'm very grateful for where I'm at in life right now. Um, these past five years have been a roller coaster of emotions for me. Um, like in the past five years, I I got got married. My my dad passed. Um, I moved across the country from Ohio to California. You know, I lost my job back in 2017. That's when I started my podcast. I'm currently going through a divorce, and right around the time that I started my podcast, my mom passed. So there's been a lot of emotions. There's been a lot of like questioning. There's been a lot of searching for just answers in my own life. And I feel like that has played into the current times with a lot of the uneasiness. Like I don't feel that as much um, as I would have, I, I think, had I not gone through all of that. And it's also been a time where I'm like, well, now I can really, really focus on my craft and, um, you know, concentrate more on the podcast, concentrate on getting out more episodes and just getting more experience in this world. Yeah, wow, that definitely, definitely sounds like a roller coaster of emotions. So you mentioned that you and your wife decided to end your marriage. How did did you and your wife, like, how did you guys come to that conclusion? 
<laughs> that took a while. Um, it it wasn't something that happened overnight. Uh, it was, you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about our relationship and that I still enjoy about our relationship is we can be very honest with each other no matter how difficult it might be to talk about. Um, and, you know, we just, we took that approach to our relationship when things would be going bad. I mean, we've all felt it. You, you feel the tension. You're not talking for whatever reason. You know something's up. You know you want to talk, but you're trying to find the words. And we would always get to this point where it was like, all right, we need to talk about this. We need to get to the bottom of it. And we would just be brutally honest with each other. So, you know, we, we eventually got to the point where we had had every talk that we could have for our relationship. And um, we eventually came to the conclusion after uh, a particular talk where we were going to try to do specific things to work on our individual roles in the relationship. And neither of us did anything like we, we weren't, neither of us were putting in effort. And then the talk that came after that was, all right, after all this time, like, this is what's happening. What does that say? And we came to the conclusion that it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's just not working. Got it. Wow. And so when, you know, a lot of times couples, when they get to this point, they're realizing, like, it's not working out. Like, did you go to couples counseling anything or anything before you decided to ultimately split it, you know, split up? Uh, so we, we tried one and my, my approach to, to counseling and to, to couples therapy, um, or my thought around them, like the the reason I I don't like that type of stuff is because I I personally feel like it's for people who can't or having a lot of trouble communicating. We didn't have trouble communicating. Like we were very honest with each other. Like a lot of the questions that get asked in couples therapy, we could just ask each other, and. You know, we did go to to one session, and one of the specific questions that was from the the therapist was, you know, what preconceived notions or things are you bringing to this type of therapy session? And the thing that I brought up was I don't like this approach to therapy of bring up a bunch of the stuff that it, that you're trying to work on, and then your time is up. Goodbye. And, you know, she, she was like, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our first session, it's exactly what happened. Like, we brought up a bunch of stuff, and then our time was up, and there was no resolution. There was no, like, real actionable steps to take after it. And, you know, like I, like I said before, we had been doing the work. We, it's not like we'd been avoiding the the talks we haven't been avoiding the communication we 
you know, we were we were in it. We that's not something that the you know I think either of us really felt compelled to do because after that session it was like yeah we we already felt like we were ahead of that. Mm, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, it seems like you go to counseling and they always want to bring up the old stuff and you've already been through that and you won't you don't want to relive that. You're trying to stay together to move forward, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like yeah, the, I mean, I'm not a counselor or anything, but yeah, it does seem like give me some tools so that I can move forward, not rehash everything that happened in the past. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, did you guys have any children together? No, uh, we have we have a dog, but uh, we have a four-legged child, but <laughs> no, no other children. Right, right. So now you got to work out who gets the fur baby, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, it seems yeah. everyone always has an opinion on how you should lead your life, especially even once you're in a relationship. How have you guys dealt with the negative reactions if you've received any from you and your wife's decision? to split up? Uh, thankfully, the majority of the reactions have been very supportive. Uh, when we've talked to people or gotten messages from other people, they've, they've been on the supportive side. Uh, so I'm definitely grateful for that. There have been a, a couple instances. I mean, there was we had done this video that I put on my YouTube channel about our our breakup um, and about like what we were, what we had learned, some of the stuff that we had learned in the relationship and kind of just divulging that to, to to everyone. It's, you know, you don't always want to have the exact same discussion with every single person about the topic like this, because it can get heavy after a while. So there were some people we told some people we didn't. And I think some people might've taken it personally that we didn't tell them, but, it, you know, one of the one of the comments that a family member left on the post that I did wasn't the most positive, and um, in that case, uh, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm not going to get in a social media exchange of of words and emotions at the same time on, on an online mm-hmm. platform. So. You know, I, I believe in, in those settings, less is more, so I kind of just left it as is. I don't expect I don't expect them to understand everything that has led to the decision that we made. And, you know, that's, that's not my, my issue to work through. If you're not going to be supportive of us in this situation, that is an emotionally charged situation already, um, then you're being selfish. So mm. I look at it. Interesting. Hmm. So are you guys amicable right now? Are you friends or? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, were actually, <laughs> because of the, the coronavirus, she was, she was looking for a place at the time and right around the time it was getting really, um, really bad with everything shut, shutting down. It just wasn't a good time necessarily to just rush to get into a place. Um, you know, we don't, 
we don't hate each other. Um, you know, one of the things that we wanted out of all this was to keep our relationship because there were good things about it. Um, but just because there are some good things, it doesn't mean that a marriage is is going to work out. But we've, um, yeah, we're still living together. We made the decision back in September. And, um, you know, it's when it happens, it happens. And uh, uh, up until then, I mean, our, uh, we're, we're, we're not trying to make the other person's situation more difficult. You know, the last thing we want to do is just be like, yeah, just get out and, like, have a worse life situation than you did before just for the sake of checking a box. Like, we're just, you know, looking at this whole situation, trying to be a little bit um, logical. Right. So Ryan, what do you, what's your next step? Like what's next for you? My personal next step is really leaning into my entrepreneurial journey. Um, Like I was saying earlier, I had started the podcast in October 2017. It's been an emotional roller coaster over the past number of years and part of that part of that journey is understanding that the workforce that I've been part of for the majority of my life um, I'd always wanted to try and go towards entrepreneurship and ever since I was let go of the job that I was working at in October of 2017 that has been my focus um then that's been an emotional roller coaster in and of itself it's not one that i think is ever going to to change it's just something that you know you you learn to adapt and adjust to and um yeah i'm just i'm excited to see what the opportunity um, what opportunity I can make for myself moving forward. I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, um, but I'm, I'm excited for the future. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm excited for you. So lastly, do you have any encouraging words for the couples out there who are you know, trying to make the decision or they're kind of at a crossroads and they crossroads and they need to make the decision to split up. Do you have any encouraging words for them? Yeah. Uh, you know, I would look at the specifics of whoever's listening to this. If you're going through something like this, look at what's important to you, your partner, and what you guys want individually. The outside world, what what everybody else wants, what their idea of marriage is, what their idea of a relationship is, it doesn't matter compared to what's going on with the people that are in the current relationship that are trying to make it work. Because a lot of people end up staying together just because of other people they or they don't want to feel bad. But if both people are are struggling and the relationship is suffering, staying together just for the relationship's sake is not making anyone's life better. So my my whole platform and what I'm striving for in life is 
open and honest and an open and honest way to approach every situation. And I think the the more open and honest you are with yourself about what you want, you can then convey that to the partner. If the partner is not willing to reciprocate and they have what they want and they need and you're not willing to reciprocate and you get to a place where, hey, it's just not going to work anymore, then at least you know why. I think a big reason why so many people are upset and continue to hold on to those negative feelings about the other person after the relationship is they were never able to get to a place where they were truly able to express who they are and how they feel while that can be received. So it's um, just at the end of the day, it comes down to just being open and honest with yourself, being open and honest with others and not holding back. I mean, what do you have, what do you have to lose if, you're being open and honest with another person that is directly having an impact on your life. Um, I mean, do you want to just suffer in silence or do you want to thrive? Great words. Ryan, that was awesome. So, so awesome. So I have one last question. And this question mm-hmm. uh, has nothing to do with relationships or anything. Uh, I always like to ask my guests a question uh, that's kind of off topic. But uh, who are two people you would invite as special dinner guests, dead or alive? Ooh, special dinner guests, dead or alive. The, the first one would be Anthony Bourdain. Um mm. He he is he is dead, uh, but he is somebody who's definitely had an influence on my life. I've I've read a couple of his books. Uh, I used to watch him on the Travel Channel and different shows that he had. Like my man, I I really enjoy travel. I I enjoy spending time with people and the places that they want to go. So if I'm going to a different country, I don't want to go on the Americanized strip just to feel like I'm still in the States. Like I want to go where the people that live there go, you know. And Bourdain is one of those guys that, man, he went wherever it was that the episode was taking him or whatever he wanted to do. He's got a ridiculous amount of life experience and wisdom. Um, you know, he, he's a great storyteller and awesome author and just somebody that I, I would just love to talk with. Um, and then the other one would be Israel Adesanya. Uh, he is, the middleweight champ in the UFC and his, I've been watching, I'm a big MMA fan and I was watching his, um, his introduction to the UFC because he had a background in some other fighting organizations and there was some hype around him and just watching what he's done in a couple of years within the, within the UFC and getting the title and the way he carries himself, his mindset, his willingness to, to die in the octagon. Like there's a 
part after one of his fights, I think it was against Kelvin Gastelum, where it was going into the fifth round, and you can see the words, uh, he mouths the words, like, I'm ready to die, like right before the fifth round starts. And wow. that, to me, shows somebody that is, like, full committal, full focus. Like, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. He's confident. He's cocky a little bit sometimes. But he backs it up. And I just have nothing but respect for somebody who has put together a vision and then executed on that vision and made it to where he is now is just, it's just incredible to me. Nice. Ryan, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. You just don't even understand um, for you to come on my show. Can you do me a favor? Please take the time to let everyone know how they can listen to your podcast. Yeah. Absolutely, and thank you for putting out the opportunity to be on this. Like I said, I was really excited to get on here, and thank you for being you, too. Appreciate you as well. Um, to listen to my podcast, it's on, on the, the main, all the, the main podcasting platforms like Apple, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Um, you just search Dive Into Discussion on Instagram. It's the, the handle Dive Into Discussion on Facebook. It's Dive Into Discussion as well. Uh, I have a, a public Facebook group called Discussion Divers. If anybody wants to join that, um, you just search for it and join the group. And, um, yeah, uh, website is DiveIntoDiscussion.com. So Dive Into Discussion across the board. All righty. Thank you so much. The story of Ryan and his wife is not an uncommon story. Having gone through two divorces myself, I have my own stories to tell. Every month, couples arrive at the conclusion to part ways. I want to encourage anyone who's at the brink of divorce, going through one presently, or been through one or two or more, I wanna let you know that you are not a failure. You are not damaged and you are not broken. This is just the end of a chapter, not the end of your story. You will regain your strength. Spend the time attempting something new or doing something for yourself. You deserve it. You can find out more information at www.striveformorepodcast.com. You will find all the links that Ryan mentioned and more information about the show. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can also find out information on how to do that on the website. If you like this show, be sure to hit like or leave a review. Thank you for listening and continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.